Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson, and we would like to welcome you to another great podcast from the archives of the Christ Life Fellowship. Warren Litzman left behind some amazing teachings, teachings that he put together over a 50-year period, and we're so blessed to have those in our archives. And today, we go back to the book of Ephesians with Warren and a great message today. Let's start. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. Here I am again with the gospel of grace. Here I am again with the message Jesus Christ gave to the Apostle Paul. And that's right where I'm going to take up this morning, that God might talk to you and deal with you and challenge you about these scriptures because they're so wholly important. Could it be possible that all the years you sat in a church building, the gospel was never preached to you? Is it possible that multitudes of people in America and in Africa and in Europe and in Australia, wherever our people are located, the Christ-like people, is it possible that you're not receiving that gospel where you are? That's why I come on the air here for just about 15 minutes a day trying to challenge you as to what the gospel is. Let me tell you, the cross means nothing if you do not have a gospel relating to it. Grace means nothing if you don't have a gospel relating to it. I don't mean where the preacher preaches a sermon and says, we're all saved by grace. That's not the message. That's that's just cliche terms, let's say. To really get the gospel of grace, you have to go into the scriptures. You have to listen to the Apostle Paul, who is the theme of this chapter we're dealing with right now. His theme message was God's grace, bringing that to humanity who never knew about a God like that. Four-fifths of this Bible talks about God, Almighty God and His power. Only about one-fifth of the Bible deals with the subject of God's grace. But you see, that's ours for this new dispensation. We are now living in the dispensation of grace. That's something God started as his last attempt to reach humanity with his message. That's God's last attempt because as soon as the dispensation of grace ends, which will be at the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ, at the time of the rapture, that dispensation will end and God will go back dealing with people basically under the law. Why is that? Because it is in grace that God gave his son. It is in grace that Jesus gave his life. It is in grace that Jesus offered to all humanity a new and glorious plan of God whereby they could be saved, not by their own effort, not by religion, not by the church, not by the preacher, but saved by grace, by simply accepting Jesus as their personal Savior. That's the gospel. So we're talking about this. We're we're still in the second verse of Ephesians chapter 3, and I'm going to read the verse and go back to where it was I had to leave the air on yesterday. It says, If you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God. Now, I'm talking about that. I'm not going into very much detail because that's, That's the biggest subject in the Bible, the grace of God, how God could save sinners hell-bound 
saves sinners, no count, no good, not because of what they do, which would be under the law, but because of what Christ did at the cross. He would save them because of what Christ did at the cross. So if you've heard of this dispensation of the grace of God, the next line says, which is given me to give to you. It reads, in the King James Bible, it reads, which is given me to you. So what that means is, Paul says, it is given to me. This gospel of grace is given to me. Why couldn't Paul preach some of the things that he learned in Judaism? Why couldn't Paul preach the things he had learned as a rabbi? Because that wasn't the gospel. That wasn't the gospel for the day. That wasn't the gospel for time. It had passed. Its time had passed. And now then, there is a new and a thrilling gospel that Jesus has given to the Apostle Paul. And Paul says, it's given to me to give to you. Now that's plain enough. He didn't send an angel to bring it. He didn't raise up Peter and reconvert him to this gospel. He didn't raise up John. He didn't raise up any of the apostles. He didn't raise up any of the great preachers of that day like Apollos and others. He raised up the meanest man on earth to his plan and converted him and gave him this gospel. Now, Paul's not going to preach anything that comes out of the Old Testament. He will mention it in some of his terms, but he'll not preach it because that's not for us. That's not in grace. Jesus of Nazareth could not preach grace because the time had not yet come. But he manifested grace even though he was in the final days of the dispensation of the law. Jesus gave grace. He showed us what grace was in the healing of the sick, in the cleansing of the lepers, in the raising of the dead, in the marvelous, wonderful things Jesus of Nazareth did. But the gospel for all that came from Jesus seated in heavenly places with his Father. He gave us another gospel called grace. And so the Apostle Paul is the one who received this gospel. He, he is the one to whom this gospel was most graciously given. Why would God take the meanest man on earth, the man who was destroying followers of Jesus of Nazareth, killing many of them, why would God choose him to bring this gospel? Because the best definition for the gospel of grace is that God can and will save, redeem anybody regardless of their past, regardless of their sins, regardless of the great, great powers of Satan that worked in human beings. God will save them from the devil, from themselves, and from this world. He'll save them because of what Jesus did at the cross. Do you get it? That's why he chose Paul. Because Paul would be the greatest example. He was destroying followers of Jesus Christ. And it was to that one man, not a couple of men, not three or four other men, but to that one man, God would give the gospel of grace. So you you got to see something. Grace doesn't come out of the intellectualism 
and the power of knowledge and the great wisdom of men. The gospel of grace comes directly from Jesus to the meanest man on this earth, and he was saved. He was redeemed. He was set free. He was set free from Judaism, and that's what needs to happen to a whole lot of so-called Christians who are becoming Judaistic in their doctrines. He would take this man that was suffering and hurting and empowered by man-made religion, Judaism. And he'd say, Paul, here is the gospel. I lay it out for you. How did Paul get that? Did God write on a wall with his fingers he did in the Old Testament? Did God write upon the sand as Jesus did in his ministry? No, sir. Paul listened to God, and he received revelation after revelation of what this gospel was all about. Wrote it in 14, let's say 14 very short epistles. That was all he needed to do. He's not going to mix it up with any other gospel. He's not going to mix it up with pastime. He's not going to mix it up with Israel. He's going to give a new and fresh gospel, and it came to us in 14 short epistles. Now, even Isaiah wrote a whole lot more than that than the 14 short epistles. Moses wrote five books, but none of those had the gospel that belongs to the Gentile. That's what we read about in the first verse of this third chapter. It is a gospel for the Gentiles. Who are the Gentiles? Those that are not Jewish, those that need a Savior and were never given that Savior anywhere in the Scriptures until Jesus died on the cross. That's when it happened. When Jesus died on the cross, the Gentiles had a Savior. And so he says in this second verse, If you've heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me, he didn't say given to the church. He didn't say given to a denomination of people. He didn't say given to the smart people or those that are very close to God and love God and serve God. Then wasn't given to them. Grace was given to the meanest man on earth, as I call him. The Apostle Paul. We'll be back in a moment. Hopefully, these podcasts every week are very inspirational and inspiring to you. And if you feel God is leading you to help others, you can start a Christ Life Home Fellowship group of your own. The Christ Life Library on grace-media.net will equip leaders with a vast library of Christ Life teaching materials and instructions to start and lead your local Christ Life Fellowship group. I've done it, and it is a blessing. Check it out. Again, go to the grace-media.net website and check out the materials. Now back to Warren. That's how it all got started. That's how it all took place. He would be the only one in this book who would write in over 30 different places in his epistle about the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He would be the only one who would tell us that we should know nothing save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He would be the only one 
who would tell us about the forthcoming rapture. Now, so many in religion today have planned the rapture from Daniel and from John's revelation and, and from their own denominational understanding. But let me tell you, it's very clear. The rapture fits Paul's message of grace. That's where it fits. That's where it is talked about. With the shout of the Lord and the voice of the archangel, the trumpet of God shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall be raised and be caught up to meet Jesus in the air, and we shall be joining with them who are alive and on this earth. Do you get it? He gave it to Paul. Now the great and wonderful thing that happened to the Apostle Paul was that this gospel was given to him to give to us. Given to him to give to us. I'll get back on this subject. I believe it's all very time-worthy and gives us something to, to know and to understand in a greater way, and I'll try to spend the amount of time on it that I feel I can give. But I want you to get into the Scriptures. If, if you go no further than these first two verses in Ephesians 3 and meditate upon them, get them fixed in your mind, and ask the Holy Spirit to develop them in your life. Develop them in what you do. Can you do that? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. What do the last words of this sec uh, second verse say? It was given to me. Paul said it was given to me to give to you. How are you going to get it? Are you going to get it from a church leader? Probably not. Are you going to get it from a great evangelist? Probably not. You'll get surface stuff, but you won't get death. You won't get the real love that forces it to humanity in a great and wonderful way. How are you going to get it? You're going to get it waiting before God. You're going to open up the Bible, and you're going to ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. To teach you. I'm at the point now where no man can teach you. You can't even teach yourself. You're going to have to wait on the Holy Spirit, and He's going to be the one that makes the great difference in your understanding, in your life. He's the one. Let Him talk to you. Let this be so. Let this be powerful in your life. Let the Holy Spirit have His place. He's our teacher. He's our teacher. He takes these things that Paul gave to us and he multiplies them in truth, in understanding, in grace. He multiplies them. That's his purpose. That's what he's trying to do. That's what he wants to do. And that's what he will do if, if you let him. Let the Holy Spirit move and work strategically in your life. I have much to say, but I'm on a very limited time element. Please keep tuning in. You'll hear the gospel of grace. You'll hear the gospel that was given to the Apostle Paul to give to us. And that's the gospel I want you to know. That's the gospel I want you to come to. I'm not interested in you doing what I think ought to be done. I'd like the whole world to know this gospel. And I 
kind of bank everything I say on the line that says, till the whole world knows. I want the whole world to know this gospel of grace. I want the whole world to know what God is doing in human lives. I want the whole world to know what God has done. What he's done. Everything God has to do for a Christian today and everything God had to do for them when they were a sinner was finished at the cross. It was finished at the cross. It's not something God is doing. It's something God has already done. What we need to do is to preach the message. We need to preach the gospel. We need to get it out to humanity. And then the Holy Spirit will help them to receive and to do and to believe and to accept Christ and to grow in grace. That's His work. He wasn't given to us so that He would draw us all to Christ and then be done with us. No, sir. He's got so much to teach us, so much depth that we need to go into that it is impossible for us to know it and understand it within ourselves. We need the help of the Holy Spirit. Paul gave us this gospel because Jesus told him, you take it, Paul, and give it to them. Don't let it stop in you. Don't let it stop in you. Sadly, what has happened to us in Christianity in the last 2,000 years, the great preachers God raised up who preached grace, let's stop there. It stopped there. Nobody picked it up. Nobody carried it on. Somebody came in to organize it, to organize this grace of God. By grace you saved, not a works lest any man should boast. Somebody came in and organized all that, put it in doctrine, took a bunch of scriptures from Jesus of Nazareth, took a bunch of scriptures out of the Old Testament, out of Abraham and Moses and whatever. And by the time they got through with it, you'd have never known that that's what Jesus bought and paid for at the cross for every human being on this earth. Every human being on this earth. That's exactly what God was doing and what he is up to today. He is doing these various glorious and wonderful things today about Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit will be your great helper. I realize when people read the Bible, they don't get it all, and so somebody's reorganizing the Bible and putting out new Bibles. But folks, slow down. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Don't be a novice. Don't be an ignoramus, as I often say. Don't be dumb about it. The scriptures alone speak to you. They speak to those that are saved because there's something in those that are saved that is akin to these words they're getting out of the Bible. It's akin to them. Paul gave them to us directly from Jesus. Directly from Jesus. He come to us. And the little line says, the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to give to you. That's the way it is. It was given to Paul to give to us. That's the gospel, glorious, wonderful gospel of grace. Is there somebody that's taking Paul's gospel and giving it to you? Are you sitting in a building somewhere where somebody takes the gospel out of Moses or out of Abraham or out 
of Isaiah, wonderful people who do wonderful things, but that's not where the gospel of this dispensation starts. The gospel for this dispensation starts at the cross. Are you sitting in a place, not where the cross is mentioned, but where the cross is told as to its example, as to its purpose, as to God's willingness to share with us in the depth of the grace of God manifested at the cross? You get it? Do you get it? Stay in the scriptures till the Holy Spirit has the opportunity of bringing to you as never before the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Think about it. Take hold of it. Because it's something wonderful that has been given to you and I that goes beyond words. How much he loved us. Oh, how he loved you and me. Oh, how he cared for you. Oh, how he cared for me. Oh, how he cared for us through this marvelous gospel of God's grace. Let it work in your life. Take the words of Paul and apply them to your life today. You'll be glad that you did it. Well, my time is short and it's passed again today and I trust that God blesses you and uses you as never before. Think about it all. In Christ's name, amen. We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast with Warren Litzman in the book of Ephesians once again. It's really been a blessing to hear these great messages that we have from our archives. Hey, go to our website, check us out, christ-life.org. That's the website for the Christ Life Fellowship. Look around, see what we're about, check out our store, and look at some of these great teachings in either books or audio or even video that Warren left behind. Again, that's christ-life.org. Check it out. Thanks again for being with us today. In the meantime, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.